Kawaju, hope you're fine. This is the Shaggy Show. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Oh, it's the Gonna be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. I see your mental condition is improving. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? Boy, he's had all that shy is right. <laughs> Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, boy. <laughs> Bonjour et bienvenue au podcast de Hello and welcome to uh, the Shadow Podcast with me, Maggie the Magpie. Yes, how are you doing? Um, uh, uh, what does he, what does he say next? Um, how are you doing? Um, and, uh, what's this episode about? Well, it's all about me and my magpies spying in on his Uncle John and seeing what he gets up to. Yes, he's quite a character. Uh, so let's run that theme music when we come back. We'll see uh, the bird's eye view, as it were. Yes. And there'll be other things, probably. Yes, me, Maggie the magpie, saying... Magpie noises. Magpie noises. On that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life podcast. <laughs> yes, well, it's a positive thing, Paul. The Shy Life, the Shy Life. Um, I'll go anyway for a potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. Hi. You quite like a big bang, don't you? Good grief. Well, that's a whopper. <laughs> go shy, Yeti. Oh, he hasn't found out my secret. Do you think he has? I love the Yeti. It's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I am strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat my body weight in crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all gooey and meaty and yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Here comes the grizzly. It's the Shy Life Podcast. I can't wait for it to begin. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Look, mommy, I'm famous. <laughs> Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. All right. So you may be wondering why um, uh, a magpie is, um, well, you know, uh, introducing the show today. Because us birds, we, um, well, we have a good view from up in the rafters of what Eddie Uncle John gets up to. He's lucky to have the magpie hut where he can entertain all manner of guests. So listen in now as we present our view of uh, Uncle John getting up to stuff. All right, have a listen. Dum-de-dum-de-dum-de-dum. Dum-de-dum-de-dum-de-dum. Hello? Who's that? 
Oh, yes, Uncle John, it's me. Paul, Paul, what are you doing over here? I was just trying to call your mobile, but you didn't respond. Uh, I was uh, pottering around outside. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. Um, what's that? What's that you've got with you? Uh, it's, it's a casserole dish. A casserole dish? What do I want with a casserole dish? Well, it's, 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 it's got a casserole in it. Oh, is it? Oh. Well, what, 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 and you brought it for the magpies? No, it's young John. I brought it for you. Oh, oh, thank you very much, Paul. How does that come about then? Well, Toby's away and uh, he made me a casserole. But in the end, um, uh, Callum popped over and we ended up having a pizza and so I didn't need the casserole and I didn't want to waste it uh, because I've really got food for tomorrow and I just thought you might like it. Oh, Paul, very nice. Uh, may I have a sniff? Uh, yes. You do have a microwave here, don't you? Uh, you can microwave up portions. There's probably at least two. Yes, yes, I have a microwave. Absolutely. Couldn't do without it. Yeah. How are the, uh, how are the magpies? Magpies are fine, thank you very much. Oh, yes. I bet their beaks are twitching. I'm sure they are. Go on then, have a sniff. Just doing so now. Ooh. Smells good. Is there dumplings? Oh, no, no, there aren't any dumplings. It's, it's not a... Not a stew. It, it, it's a casserole. Oh, what a shame! Oh, I could have done with some some dumplings. I, I do like Toby's dumplings. I must say. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are very good. I like them too. Um, but uh, this is just a casserole. There's potatoes, veg. Um, I don't know if you've got any bread. That might be nice to have with it. Oh, I don't have any bread. Did, did you bring any bread? No, I didn't. I thought you had things like that. Oh, what a pity. Well, it does smell very nice. I just hope there's no uh, swede in it. No swede? Uh, well, I'm not sure. He does sometimes put um, swede in his uh, casseroles, you know, to bulk it out a bit. Oh, dear. Well, I must say that's pretty disappointing. Well, can't you pick the swede out? Well, I guess so. I guess I could. Well, just as long as there's broccoli in it. That one, there's no broccoli in the casserole. I mean, you could whip up a portion. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure you can do broccoli in the microwave. Yes, but I don't have any. You mean it's not cooked with broccoli in it already? I don't think that's a very normal thing, with your Uncle John. Not to have broccoli in a casserole. You might have it alongside a casserole. You know, cooked fresh. Oh, just like when I make my own casseroles, I always put broccoli uh, in the casserole. Do you now? And when did you last make a casserole? Oh, about 1985, I think. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, well, I'm sure it'll be very tasty, Paul. Thank you for bringing it over. Yeah, and what, uh, is it, uh, is there a, uh, a meat inside it? Is there a meat or is it a vegetable one? No, no, there's there's chicken breast. Oh, oh, uh, well, that's all right. Oh, dear, I hope the magpies don't mind. Oh, well, I mean, different sort of bird. We've gone through all this with, with uh, Aussie, haven't we? Yes, 
Yeah, I do tend not to eat other birds, but I guess they wouldn't know. Just, you know, just to be friendly. Uh, yeah. It's a shame it wasn't a beef casserole. Yes, yeah, yes. Well, um, Toby favours, he favours a chicken, a chicken breast, really. Um, I mean, he does do beef sometimes. Still, you don't want to um, offend any, uh, like, cattle that might be passing. I don't think we get many cattle passing, Paul, not really. But, uh, yeah, chicken casserole, eh? Uh, no dumplings, too much swede, no broccoli, yeah. and no bread. Hmm. Well, you could go and get the bread. I mean, you've got a little freezer here as well, haven't you? Or fridge? I have a fridge, yes. How else will I keep my sparkling water cold? Well, good point. Um, so you could put the casserole in the fridge and go down the shops and get yourself some fresh bread. Some broccoli if you wanted to do that. Uh, you can't do that for me, Paul. No, I can't do that for you. It's a long walk for me these days. It's a long enough walk from the flat to here. But I do it for the purposes of the podcast. Oh, very good, Paul. Yes, you need some exercise. Thank you. Thank you. Is it just me or have you lost some weight? Mm, maybe a little bit. I don't think it's happening in leaps and bounds but uh, I'm definitely wearing a shirt today that uh, I couldn't you know that I used to wear and then I couldn't do up the buttons but I still wore it but then today I noticed that actually I probably could just I could do the buttons up well then you must have lost a little bit of weight just a little bit or else uh, uh, you stretched the material no I haven't stretched the material because I stopped wearing it when I couldn't fit into it or at least I stopped wearing it with the buttons done up just wore it like a top shirt. You know, it's always useful to have a, a top pocket for your phone or a handkerchief or something. Oh, I guess so. So, uh, what's for dessert? I didn't bring you any dessert. Oh, uh, Toby didn't do you any dessert? Well, he bought me a trifle. A trifle? I love trifle. Yes, I'm pretty much sure you do. Jelly, fruit, custard, cream. That sounds very much your, um, yeah, your, your, your favourite. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, did you eat it all? You ate all the trifle? Well, I shared it with Callum after we had the pizza. You greedy guts. Well, I couldn't eat a whole trifle after the pizza, but I did have enough space to share half a trifle with Callum. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I can't believe you ate my trifle. I didn't eat your trifle. I, I wish I hadn't come now. Oh, that's not very nice. Well, I bring you my casserole. And, uh, um, and then you criticise it. Well, well, it's not your casserole, it's Toby's. And you needn't tell him that you gave it to me. No, I probably won't. Um, but that's not the point. Look, if you're so desperate for trifle, when you go and get your fresh bread and broccoli, you can get yourself your own trifle and eat every last bit. Oh, yeah, I know. I've still got to use my legs and go down there. Can't, can't you take the taxi? Oh, I've still got to walk over to the car park and get in the taxi. Well, that's not a very long way. Yes, Uncle John, I don't have a taxi. Not unless I'm in you. Yeah, I'm not always available, Paul. I'm in quite high demand. So I hear. Oh, goodness me. Um, well, I hope you enjoy your casserole. Whether it's got Swede in it or not, or, you know, have fun with it. Yeah. Oh. What sort of pizza did you have? 
sort of pizza today. I had a sort of barbecue, a chicken barbecue pizza. Oh, well, all right. Chicken again. Yes. Chicken on a pizza. Sometimes, yes. Oh. What about Callum? He had a pepperoni, spicy, meaty one. Oh, that sounds more my cup of tea. Mm. Quite fancy a pizza now. Get your Uncle John. I mean, I could have just kept this casserole if it was going to be such a problem for you. I'm sure Cromarty would have eaten it if, if, if the worst come to the worst. Well, you could always give it him. I mean, maybe when I go down to uh, get the broccoli and the trifle and the... Uh, uh, and, 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 uh, oh, I could make some dumplings, I suppose. Uh, yeah, what else was I going to get? Now I've forgotten, you should have been keeping a list. Broccoli bread, wasn't it? Oh, yes, for bread. Well, I was going to say, if I could go and get that, I could get, I could get pizza, but then I wouldn't need bread, because pizza's got bread. And you wouldn't need broccoli either. Still need the trifle. Where did you get your pizza from? Was it from the supermarket? No, we just got takeout. Takeout pizza. Well, that sounds good. I could just ring them up. Get them to deliver. That, that, they, uh, they don't do trifle, but they do do ice cream. Then I could just stay here. I'm not sure if the pizza guy would deliver to the magpie hut. You might have to go and walk to the car park or something. Oh, it's difficult. I need a certain address. I'll give them your address. You could give them my address. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sounds like a good idea. So do you want to keep this casserole for another day? Or are you throwing it back in my face? I'm not throwing it back in your face, Paul. I'm just like the sound of a pizza. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'll take it back then. Oh, no. Paul, I wouldn't do that. I'll, I'll find space for it eventually. Maybe I want a midnight snack. <sighs> yes, Uncle John, you probably would. Knowing you. Knowing me, that's not very nice. Well, I'm just thinking there might be somebody who appreciates this casserole more than you would. Like Cromarty, mainly. The only reason I didn't give it to him is that he's doing a, a shift at uh, Kapow Supermarket and uh, won't be back till later. But, you know, I'm quite happy to take it back. All right, then. Uh, I'll see you about. No, Paul, don't take my casserole. Taking your casserole. Paul, don't. No. I'll come back. I really want to taste that casserole. Are you sure? Yeah, it's just a shame there's no broccoli. Yes, Uncle John, you're a nightmare. Yeah, I know. But you love me, don't you? Yeah, maybe in a casserole. It's Uncle John casserole. I bet that would taste uh, rubbery. Oh, that's not very nice, Paul. Oh, I don't know. Oh, dear. Where are you going? I'm taking the casserole home. Get yourself a pizza. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, I had it in my grasp, but it's been ripped from me. It's been taken away. Paul. Paul. Are you ignoring me? Yes. Oh, it's not very nice. Oh, dear. Would have really liked a casserole. Oh, sounded really nice. Oh. Ozzy, I don't know about this. I really don't. Oh, you'll be fine, quack, quack, quack. Oh, I think you're probably going to be a natural. I don't know. I mean, Ozzy, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I just, I just don't think I've got the natural elegance, you know, the the, the, the right uh, coordination that you need to be a good dancer. Oh no, that's nonsense, yeti Uncle John. You'll make a splendid dancer. Oh dear, oh dear. Uh, well, uh, I guess I said I'd do it, so I'll do it.
Where do we start? Well, yes, Uncle John, quack, quack, quack. Um, you need to stand up. Stand up? To do dancing? You can't do sit-down dancing. No, yes, Uncle John, quack, quack, quack. You can't. You've got to get up on your ditty legs and, and, and stand in front of me. Quack, quack, quack. All right, all right, I will. Blimey. What about your flippy, flappy feet? My flippy, flappy feet are fine for dancing. Thank you very much, Yeti Uncle John. Quack, quack, quack. You just have to make sure you don't tread on them. Quack, quack, quack. Right, I won't. So what are we going to do? Well, Yeti Uncle John, I find it best to improvise. Quack, quack, quack. Improvise? With dancing? Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Oh, dear. I've done a bit of disco dancing in my time, but... You know, I think I'd prefer to learn a formal step. You know, the tango, the, the rumba, the uh, quick step, the waltz, uh, the, uh, uh, I don't know, the jitterbug. We will not be doing the jitterbug, yes, Uncle John, quack, quack, quack. I think that would end very badly. No, we've got to improvise. Just do some general movements to start with. We'll move to particular styles of dancing uh, as you've got more experience quack 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 all right if you say so dear oh dear all right then all right then quack 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 take my hand oh take your hand yes yes uncle john quack 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 we, we are going to be dancing partners quack 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 all right okay so right, i've done this with comedy before i know i know uh, i know what i've got to do standing up standing up facing you Hand in hand. And then what? All right. A step to the left. A step to the left. Which is me left. Oh, surely you know that, quack, quack, quack. I'm not sure I do. It's this country dancing. I've done that before. The dozy doe and the the dozy doe and the other dozy doe. Take your partner by the hand. We're not doing that, quack, quack, quack. Just taking the step to the left. All right, well. I guess I've got a 50% chance of being right. I can't believe you don't know your left from your right, Yeti Uncle John. Quack, quack, quack. Well, it runs in the family. Paul's not much better. I'm surprised you're allowed in a car if you don't know your left from your right. Quack, quack, quack. Well, I do when I'm in a car. Yeah, that's simple. You go left or you go right. Well, it's just the same with dancing. Imagine you're in a taxi. Oh, uh, all right then. Oh, yeah, all right. All right then, quack, quack, quack. Take a step to the left. Do I have to indicate? Do you have to? In, no, you're not really in a car. Just pretend you're in a car. Well, I, just, I need to look. I need to check for other traffic. Is there any pedestrians or maybe cyclists on the street? No, Yeti Uncle John. Quack, quack, quack. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh right, well, come on then. Step to the right. Well done. You did it right. That was a lucky guess. All right. Step to the right. Sorry. A step to the left. Step to the right. Uh, and we already done a step to the left. Yes, quack, quack, quack. Now do a step to the right. All right. I mean, yes. Oh, I'm just back to where I was in the start. Yes, yes, Uncle John. But we did do it a few times. Oh, all right. Well, I don't hear any music. I can't dance to no music. Oh, yes, Uncle John. I thought music might confuse you. Quack, quack, quack. I can sing if you like. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know if I like the idea of you singing. Can you sing? 
I can sing, yes, quack, quack, quack. What can you sing? I can sing. Daisy, daisy, quack, quack, quack. Give me your answer, do, quack, quack. I'm half crazy, all for a love of you, quack, quack. It will be a stylish marriage, quack, quack. But I can't afford a carriage, quack, quack. And you look sweet upon the seat of a bicycle made for two, quack, quack. Uh, I'll do a step to the left and a step to the right whilst you're singing that. Yes, yes, Uncle John, quack, quack, quack. We we could sing together. Sing together? Oh, dear. Will you sing by yourself then, quack, quack, quack? All right. One one step to the left. Uh, Daisy, step to the right. Daisy, step to the left. Give me your answer. Do step to the right. Oh, I'm half crazy. Step to the left. All for the love of you. Step to the right. I won't be astonished, Mary. Step to the left. I can't afford a carriage. Step to the right. If you look sweet, uh, step to the left. Uh, upon this seat, step to the right. Of uh, a bicycle made for two. Step to the left. Otty, where have you gone? I'm having a lie down. Well, why? I thought you were supposed to be dancing with me. You've given me a headache, quack, quack, quack. You should just practice by yourself for a bit. Practice by myself? Oh, I, I, I think the main problem is the song, Ozzy. Do you now, quack, quack, quack. Try another song then, quack, quack, quack. All right. Uh, oh, I know one. Step to the left. Yeah, oh, step to the right. Yes, Uncle John, what song's that? Quack, quack, quack. It's one that I barely can remember. Uh, no, I'm not very good. I'm not very good with remembering songs. I'm not very good at dancing either, it would seem. Quack, quack, quack. Ozzy, don't give up on me. Uh, I'm not a hopeless case. No, quack, quack, quack. Maybe not, quack, quack, quack. But you're pretty close. Quack, quack, quack. Oh, Ozzy, step to the left, step to the right, step to the left, step to the right, step to the left, step to the right. Ozzy, I'm getting dizzy. Ozzy, I'm making myself dizzy. Oh, it's not right. You were, you were supposed to be coming here to teach me to dance. Well, you're a natural, as you said. A natural quack, quack, quack. I can leave you to it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, step to the left, step to the right, step to the left. Step to the right. Guess I could look at myself in a mirror. Although I might hypnotise myself or fall in love with myself again. Ozzy, he's fallen asleep. Oh, this isn't what I expected from a dance teacher. Step to the left. Step. To, oh, nearly tripped over myself there. It's not the same doing it by yourself. It really isn't. Just not the same. I don't know. I really don't know. Well, listeners, um, we've got a little break now, and uh, uh, I've done a little interview with my friend Gianluca. Now, you've heard Gianluca on the show a number of times uh, in different ways. I probably would not spoil the illusion, but uh, yeah, you've heard him being Gianluca. I mean, 
he played himself in that episode where where we thought that uh, listening to the podcast had made somebody very unintelligent and uh, only for us to discover that actually it had made them very intelligent. Yeah. Um, but Jim Lucas also played a few other characters. Um, I'm sure you can uh, work out which. I don't want to spoil the illusion. Um, but yes, uh, he even appears in our title sequence. Anyway, um, this episode, I've asked him a number of questions and uh, sent them to him, and he's replied. We've done this once before with from Germany earlier in the year, and uh, I think it worked out well. Sometimes it's not always possible to talk face-to-face or even Zoom-to-Zoom or Skype-to-Skype. So uh, sending questions and getting replies via voicemail works just as well. So let's get started. Here are the questions, rapidly followed by Jan Lucas' replies. Hi everyone, nice to meet you all. I am Gianluca, I am 25 years old and I am Italian, fortunately, at least for uh, for food, you know. <laughs> Unfortunately for all of you listeners, because I know that my English is not the best, but um, I really hope to be understood somehow. Anyway, I am a great technology addicted. Uh, I work in the IT industry since 2021 and well, Still learning. So, Gianluca, what are your favorite films? Unfortunately, I don't have the culture I would love to have in TV series and movies. I never have the the time I would love to do, you know, to go deep and watch more. Anyway, in my little experience, um, I could say that my favorite movie is Twenty One. I don't know if you ever heard about it. Uh, Substantially is a movie that um, speaks about these youngsters, these talented youngsters in in science and math that use their skills uh, to win in uh, you know betting games, poker, that kind of stuff. Uh, it's more deep than this, but give a watch. Question two. What are your favorite music artists? Are there any songs you just can't stand? There are plenty of artists that I really appreciate, so it's impossible to me giving you the you know complete list of every one of them. Anyway, uh, at the moment I'm listening to Nero very much, Nade Rey, uh, Depeche Mode, Spirit Box, very strong metal rock music. Um, Adel Kane, absolutely recommended, and uh, Agent Fresco, yeah. Um, music that I don't like, I have to think about it, maybe uh, reggaeton. It's impossible to me, uh, remember the different songs that comes from that uh, genre, because I find they are very similar. <laughs> one to each other so mm, not my stuff question three do you have a favorite tv show same point of the movies um 
I don't have a great catalog of TV series I watched. Anyway, I could recommend um, Community. It has a great humor sense. It's amazing and very underrated, honestly. IT Crowd and um, Dexter, but only for the first seasons, maybe. Orange is New Black is not that bad. Also, Breaking Bad, absolutely a masterpiece, and Better Call Saul also. That is uh, the spin-off of Breaking Bad. I'm sure that a lot of people listening to me right now uh, know what I'm talking about. Question four: Do you read books? Do you have a favorite author? Oh, absolutely. Yes, I am a great reader. Um, I have to be also for work because you know my profession needs uh, study every day so it's like I never finished the university in a certain sense but also from an entertainment point of view I I think that reading is really really cool um, my favorite book is La Coscienza di Zeno by Italo Svevo that is a very important uh, Italian author psychological very deep, very, very deep. And um, it's a sort of autobiography uh, of the other that simulates um, a conversation with the psychologist, substantially. Um, it, it's difficult to, to explain, but highly recommend it because it's very, very deep. It's very, very um, interesting to read. Question five. Do you enjoy sport? If so, which sports? Did you ever play any? Oh, this is a curious question because I remember that um, when I was a child, I really didn't like sport, practicing or watching it on TV. Um, but growing up, somehow, year by year, I developed a strong passion for uh, soccer and tennis. Tennis is my favorite one. I, I practiced it for one year then a bit of gym and then i had to i had to stop to finish my studies at university but yeah at the moment i could say that i am a sport lover absolutely question six what is your favorite meal or types of food tell us a good italian dish my favorite kind of food well um i could tell you an interesting one that is not the classic pizza or um you know mainstream Italian food, I could say panzerotti. Panzerotti are a sort of closed pizza, okay, fried with um, usually uh, a juice of mozzarella and tomato, okay. But of course there are a lot of versions, variants, and it's a typical food of my city, Bari, absolutely recommended, very cheap and very, very Freaking good. Um, in general, by the way, the best food I ever tried is in was in Bologna uh, with tortellini. In general, the um, kind of pasta they are able to produce. Bologna is paradise. <laughs> Uh, hello, uh, Uncle John. Uh, uh, how can I help? Uh, hello, it's me, Charlie Joe. 
How are you doing? Oh, Charlie, lovely to hear from you. Uh, well, I'm fine. Uh, how are you doing? Are you, are you in the magpie hut? I can hear the birds squawking. Okay, I, oh dear. Uh, yes, uh, Charlie, that's right. That, that's, uh, that's the magpies. There's the one pie you can't get your hands on. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, it's very funny. It's very funny. Oh, dear. Well, I just wanted to call you because uh, I've been thinking of some new pies. Oh, yes. That sounds interesting. New pies, you say? Uh, what, new recipes? Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, Uncle John. New recipes. Yes. Oh, very, very yummy. Well, I just wanted to ask your opinion, though. Oh, oh, ask my opinion? Why don't you invite me over for a taste test? Well, yes, well, maybe, but uh, I just wanted to, you know, uh, tell you some of the flavours, and you can tell me whether it's something you would eat. All right. Go on, then. Uh, tell me. Yes, well, uh, what about rose hip, mango, and a goose? Rose hip, mango, and a goose. So it's, what is that then? That's, that started off sounding like a, a sweet pie, and then it turned into a meat pie. Yes, well, you know, some of uh, these birds, they, they need to uh, be savoured in a, uh, you know, uh, al almost a sweet sauce. But uh, no, that is a savoury pie. All right. Uh, a goose. Mm. I don't know. I think goose can be okay. I can't say I've had it a great deal. I'd be intrigued. Let's say that. All right. All right, uh, uh, Uncle John. Here is my next pie. Go, go ahead. Well, uh, uh, flies, dust, and a twig. Oh, uh, flies, dust, and a twig. Um, I think that's a very, ooh, I think that, I think that is a very, um, unique sounding pie. But I think it might appeal to quite a limited range of people. Uh, dust, a fly, and a twig. Yeah. No, I would not eat that. You you would not? No. Dust isn't made for eating. Oh, but dust can be lovely. Dust on toast. No, no. Maybe for bears, not for Yeti Uncle John's. Oh, I wouldn't eat a twig. Too dry. And uh, what was the other thing? Flies? No, you're not meant to eat flies. Flies go buzzing around cows' bottoms for a start. Yes, yes, that's true. You say that like it's a bad thing. It is a very bad thing, Charlie. Sorry. Oh, dear, oh dear. I don't think many people will be buying that one. All right then, well, if you say so. Well, I have one more pie. All right, go ahead. Uh, steak, baked beans and a peppermint. Steak, baked beans, and a peppermint. That just sounds like something you'd find in a cupboard. You know, well, not you wouldn't have steak in a cupboard. But, I mean, like you were clearing out your fridge and you find a bit of steak and you'd look in the cupboard to see what else you had to go with it. And you find a tin of beans and a packet of peppermints. Well, yes, that's exactly what did happen. No, Charlie, you got to try harder than this. No, you're running out of new ideas, aren't you? I think you need to brainstorm. Really? That's what, I, that's what I'm doing for you now. Brainstorming ideas for pies. Okay, if you think my pies are so rubbish, what would you suggest would make a nice pie? Oh, the thing is, Charlie, so many pies have been done. I mean, 
Uh, let me have a think. Uh, well, broccoli. Broccoli. Broccoli and can't go for the obvious. Beef, chicken, that's, that's too... What about pork? Broccoli, pork, uh, and uh, I don't know. Ooh, like a black bean sauce. Has anyone ever done pork with black bean sauce? Because chicken and black bean sauce, yes. Uh, beef and black bean sauce, yes. But pork and black bean sauce and broccoli. And maybe, ooh, split peas. Well, I mean, it does sound intriguing. Yeah, Uncle John, I like your idea. Well, you know, uh, I usually bow to your wisdom, Charlie, but on this occasion, I do think you've run out of ideas, so thank you. I'm just writing that down. Uh, pork, broccoli, split peas, and a black bean sauce. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not, eh? Try it, see what it tastes like. I will, I will. Um, uh, I'll, I'll let you know how it tastes. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you, Charlie, thank you. Well, I beg you. Yes, yes, very good. I'll speak to you soon. All right, then. Speak to you later, Charlie. Darling, how are you? Oh, I'm fine, Bettina. How are you? How are you, August? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you very much. Uh, where can I put my easel? Oh, yeah, just, just, just over there. Yes. I didn't know you'd be painting tonight. Oh, darling, he's always painting. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, can't not paint. No. No, and neither would we want you to. Uh, anyway, welcome to our humble abode. Uh, yeah, looking forward to this film night. Oh, yes, darling, a film night. Yes, I bought the DVD. Oh, marvellous. Oh, which, which film is it? It's one of yours, isn't it? It is, darling. It's newly released. Um... It's my 1973 classic, The Curse of the Speckled Gnome. Oh, I don't know that one. Curse of the Speckled Gnome, eh? Yes, oh yes. Yes, actually, it's been out of print for quite a while, so I doubt you would have seen it unless you'd seen it at the time. Oh, no, I don't think I was allowed to the cinemas in the, as far back as 1973. I may be old, but I'm not quite that old. I'm sorry, Bettina. Oh no, darling. There's no need to no need to apologize. <laughs> oh dear. Um yes. So uh who else is coming tonight? Paul? I'm afraid he's away. He's at uh down at his mum and dad's house. Oh, darling, how lovely. Can we catch you up with that Nick Goodman, I expect. Yes, Nick Goodman. Uh, oh, that Paul from school. Maybe that Levi as well. Oh, yes, most enchanting gentleman, as far as I can tell. Yes, yes, I believe so. Indeed, so who else is coming? Uh, I think uh, Tallulah, Martin and Reginald. In fact, I think I can hear them coming already. Oh, good, I'll start painting now. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, good idea. Hello, everybody. How are you? Hello. Hello, August. Oh, hello. Hello, sister. Aww. Hello. Hello, I'm really looking forward to tonight. Yes, I haven't had a decent sing-song for quite some time. Uh, no. I love karaoke. You know what, darlings? Uh, karaoke. Isn't that what we're here for? Oh, dear. It's been uh, a bit of a confusion, I think. To be fair, I was talking about karaoke... To, uh, 
to, to, to Lula and, and Reginald just the other day. But well, I was asking them how to spell it, to be honest. Oh, darling. Oh, dear. So, so darling, do you think you're here for a karaoke night? Oh, yes, my love. What's going on? Am I wrong? Oh, dear. I've been practising as well. La, la, la. La, la, la. My, my, at Waterloo. The Napoleon did surrender. Oh, yes, very good, Reginald. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, quit the day job. <laughs> well, look, darling, um, what we were going to do was have a film night. Oh, a film night. I like the sound of that. Yeah, well, uh, well, guys, um, why don't we combine the two evenings? Oh, yes, that would be lovely. What, what's the film? The Curse of the Speckled Gnome, from 1973. He's one of Patinas. One of my favourites, darling. Yes, I get to wear a, a polka dot uh, bikini. Oh, I look marvellous, even if I do say so myself. Mmm, <laughs> polka dot bikini. Oh, I should might get overheated. Ah, uh, yes, ah, uh, gosh. Um, oh, yeah, I guess we could do both. Watch the film, then have some karaoke. Uh, are we going to get snacks? I've got some snacks in bowls over there. Uh, yeah, I had to, I had to move them across because the magpies were sitting above them, and yeah, I could see that ending badly. Oh yes, blimey, oh darling. Well, we could get a takeaway as well. Maybe get pizzas in. Oh, that would be lovely. Uh, I would like to have a sing-song afterwards, though, as you say. I always like to watch your films, Bettina. I know you do, darling. Anyone of a sane mind would do. <laughs> uh, well, you know, there's not that many of those on this show. Be uh, polite, Martin. Um, please, uh, everybody, uh, you're clustering around. I need to paint you and you're all overlapped. Oh, sorry, August. Yeah, so let's watch this movie first, shall we? And uh, get a takeaway, then do a sing-song. We've got plenty of time. How long's the movie, Bettina? Oh, darling, it's only an hour and a half. Yes, there was an Italian cut that was significantly longer, but I, I don't think the masters of that edition even still exist. So, no, this is the, the UK and American... Um, release just just 90 minutes darling it'll fly by oh well i'm very much looking forward to seeing it bettina is it a murder there are murders in it definitely murders and monsters sounds wonderful oh my darling uh reginald you might have to hold my hand i'm quite happy to do that yes and then we'll have a sing-song my my at waterloo napoleon did surrender uh Yes, and, um, super trooper, beams are going to find me. La, 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 la. Oh, you've got such a lovely singing voice, Reginald. You'll have to be in our, our music school choir. Well, you know, I've been waiting for you to invite me for quite some time. Uh, yes, yes, uh... I've been practising some Taylor Swift and a, and a bit of Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, I'm all modern, I am. 
Yeah, Vampire. That's a great song. I love that song. That's by Olivia. Yeah. I can't remember how it goes, but it's a great song. Yes, well, uh, uh, I think that's good, Martin. Bringing us some fresh blood, as it were. Bringing us, you know, some new tunes. Yeah, I like to keep up with the pop charts. Well, it's uh, admir- admirable. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I like the pop charts, too. I've not listened to them since about 1985. Oh, well. Oh, well, I'm sure you can think of plenty of songs. I can, obviously. I'm in the music business, in a way. Yes, yes, you are. Well, it's good. Right, let's get sat down and watch this film. Uh, is it a Blu-ray? Oh, darling, I believe so. Would that be a problem? No, no, I have DVDs. I have Blu-rays. I even have a cheeky VHS machine tucked away down here. Uh, I took the advice of Mr. Goodman, who says that, you know, it's still useful to have these things, because you never know. And you might want to, uh, you know, digitise something, but then you, you, know, you need the player to make it work in the first place. Of course, my darling. Yes, he's a very wise man, that Nick. Yes, very wise. And... Uh, Yes, which is why I'll listen to him. Oh, darling, wonderful. Let's get sat down, darlings. Then we'll have a sing-song later. Oh, we can't have the lights right out, though. We won't be able to see my... my canvas. Oh, darlings. Can't you have a break just whilst we watch the film? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, I guess I could paint from memory. Well, that's what you should do, darling. Watch the film with me. Come and sit with me. And then you can do all the painting you like afterwards. And when we're singing and eating pizza. All right. Yeah, right. Great. If all seated, um, if, if it comes, the, the curse of the speckled gnome from 1973. Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. What is that shape in the shadows? What is it? Well, I don't know. Isn't it Johnny? Oh, darling, no, it's not Johnny. Who are you? Come out of there. Oh, yes, come out of there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what a horrific sight. It's like a giant gnome. Oh, and it's covered in speckles. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't know what to make of it. Oh, darling, stay away. Stay away or I'll shoot you with my pistol. It's blocking the exit. We'll never get out. What does it want with us? What do you want with us? Oh, darling, what do you want with us? It's the speckled gnome. Oh, no. It's come for us, darling. Stay back. Stay back or we'll shoot. Oh, my goodness. Well, that was marvellous, marvellous, marvellous. I loved it, I loved it. Any questions from the audience? Uh, Patina, how did you manage to keep a straight face when you saw the actual uh, speckled gnome? Because, you know, you managed to look very scared, uh, you and your co-star. Oh, darling. Well, that's a story in itself. Um, you see, when we did the actual scene... Um, we had, they hadn't even made the speckled gnome. We didn't know what we were looking at. We just had to act into thin air. And, uh, well, as much as I love this film, 
I do think that the special effects department let us down a bit with how they realised the, the speckled gnome. It, it was a little bit not scary. Don't you think, darling? <laughs> uh, well, I thought it was rather endearing, but yeah, uh, maybe not the best. I know, darling. But uh, it was only when we went to the premiere and we saw the final film that we were like, oh my goodness, is that what we were looking scared at? It's a good thing we couldn't see it because we'd have been laughing. <laughs> oh, darling, such a wonderful film, though. Did you all enjoy it? Yes, it was most enjoyable. Oh, I'm quite scared. I thought the speckled gnome was quite petrifying. She, yes, she was holding my hand very tightly. Oh, I think, I think uh, I can barely move my fingers. Oh, darling, I'm so sorry. No, no, it's fine. I, I'm proud to have been there to protect you. Oh, thank you. Oh. Great. Well, I think it's time to get some pizza. Then we can do some singing. I want to paint the um, uh, the pizzas, remember? Love me or leave me. That's your thought. Leave me. I love you. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Uh, I'll see you silhouette of a man. Scare a moose, scare a moose. Let me do the fandango. Uh, hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me. Hit me. Oh, it means nothing to me. Oh, Vienna. Hey, dude. Uh, don't be afraid. Make a sad song and make it better. Yes. And remember to let her into your heart. And then we can start to make it better, 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 better. better. Oh, oh, R S P C E T. Oh no, R E S P E C T. Oh, what do you mean it? Do it to me. Oh, oh, do it, do it. Respect, yes. Oh, 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 oh I backed up the lines. I mixed. Oh, I fucked up the words, darling. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, what about baby love? Oh, my baby love. I miss you. Oh, how I'm kissing you. Oh, dear. Uh, you don't bring me flowers anymore. Must have a modern one, Martin. I thought you were going to be seeing something modern. Oh, uh, I could do a version where I rap over it. Oh, I wish you wouldn't. Oh, charming. <laughs> Hi, listeners. It's me, uh, Paul. Sorry, I should speak quietly. We've got an ill member of the cast here today. Um, not one of the regulars, but the regulars are looking after him. I've just popped in to see if he's doing okay. Who is it? It's Levi. Levi, are you okay? Uh, not really. Dear, are you very sick? Is it? He's got. He's got. Um, he's got pink spots all over his face, um, and uh, uh, and he's grown about seven foot. No, he hasn't. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not as dramatic as that. Not that that works very well, isn't it? He's just not very well. You're not very well, are you? Um, terrible. He's terrible. Um, <laughs> but um, luckily. Cromarty and Yeti Uncle John are here to look after him. Have they been okay? Have they been looking after you? Well, kind of. They've been doing 
But where's Vince the week? Oh dear. I wonder what they've been up to. Uh, uh, Levi, uh, just you rest in bed. I'll I, I look after you. What would you like me to get you? Can I get you a drink? Sure. What would you like? Tea? Warm tea? A nice cup of tea would be good. Yes, and some biscuits? Sure. Yes, I can get you biscuits and get, what, get you whatever you like. Uh, it, it, it's my pleasure. I like to be, I like to look after people. And, uh, uh, yes, you, you, you definitely look like you're not well. Uh, a, a day or two in bed is exactly what you need. And, um, well, what is your favorite type of biscuits? I like digestive. Okay, I should get you those. With or without chocolate on them? Oh, without chocolate. Okay, that's unusual. Most people like the chocolate. Yeti Uncle John tends to lick the chocolate off and just leave the digestive. Yeah. But I'll make sure that you get proper digestives that are fresh in the packet that Yeti Uncle John's tongue has not uh, um, interfered with. So, Oh, here comes Yeti Uncle John. Whilst I'm getting the tea and the biscuits, I'll let him look after you. Yeti Uncle John, uh, Levi needs your help. You have to look after him. Make sure he's fine. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, now, young fellow, um, you look very peaky. Now, my advice for when you are ill is that you need to, uh, you need to get up and, and have a long run. Yes. And uh, uh, that, that'll get your, that'll get your, 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 um, your, 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 your things, stimuli, your stimuli thing, things. That's, that's what will happen. Yeah. So, have you considered going for a run? Um. Yeah, I guess. I'm a bit too ill for that, but... No, you'll feel a lot better. Um, <clears throat> I only suggest it because uh, if you go on a run, uh, I just you know, go out for 20 minutes, you could run down to where the Chinese restaurant is and you could get uh, me a nice Chinese meal and then bring it back and you'd be well exercised. You'd feel a lot better and you'd probably even want to eat some of the Chinese meal. Well, it sounds like a sick person to run errands. No, no, no. I'm just thinking of your health and well-being. Just, just your health and well-being. Uh, whilst you're out there, you can nip into the off-licence and get a couple of bottles of wine. I'll give you the money. I'm not cheap. Well, I'll give you half. We can go. We can go. We can go fifty-fifty. Crobbity will give me the other half. Um, but then you'll feel better. If you don't, then what have you? Well, you know, you haven't really lost out. You're just back in bed again. But we've got Chinese and a bottle of wine. I think it's a win-win situation. <laughs> um, not really. <laughs> You're very negative. Probably your sickness talking. Uh, dear, oh dear. I don't know. The youth of today, they're, they're, not, they're not made of the same stern stuff as they were in my day. I can tell you that. Uh, dear, oh dear. Uh, yet, Uncle John, what are you doing? I was just telling Levi. He needs to get out there, get some exercise. And you'll feel a lot better. And uh, um, it, 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 if, if, he, if he runs down the road to the Chinese, he can get us Chinese and pop in the off-license. He'll feel a hell of a lot better when he comes back. And if he doesn't, you know, <laughs> well, we can just let him stay in bed. It's Uncle John, that's dreadful. Uh, Levi, stay in bed. You're not to go running outside. Yet Uncle John can get his own Chinese takeaway. What are you saying, Cromartine? We could have, we could have got a Chinese meal.
look, if you really want a Chinese beer, we'll order one. There's such a thing called a telephone. You can, you can ring up a telephone and say, please, Mr. Chinese restaurant man, please, can I order this? You don't have to send Levi out when he's at death's door. He's, he's not death's door. No, he is. He's a poor boy. He needs looking after. Levi, I've made your tea, and here are your biscuits. Oh, uh, chocolate digestives? No, just digestives. What, no chocolate? No. Oh, well, don't see the point of digestives without chocolate. Oh, well, I'm going. I've got to, I've got to get some food somehow. I hope you get better soon, Levi. Still think going out to, uh, for a bit of exercise would do you good, but uh, yeah. get, get well soon. Thank you. Oh, dear, oh, dear, Levi. Don't let him bully you. Oh, what a ridiculous man. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, goodness me, Levi. Sounds like your Uncle John was up to his usual tricks. I hope that, um, I hope that uh, um, you feel better soon. And uh, um, I think I've got a few ideas about how to make you better. But, um, well, I'll, we'll tell you about those off air. So, um, all right, listeners, let's let Levi um, get better and um, I'll see if I can work some Yeti magic. All right. Um, go on, then. Go away. Go on. Run off. Run along. Dear, oh, dear. Sometimes it's very difficult to get rid of them. Question seven. Have you travelled much? Where would you like to visit? Well, unfortunately, I didn't travel that much. Um, thinking about it, I I should have been outside of Italy maybe five, six times in my whole life in general. It's not that much. I mean, I'm working on it, literally. I mean, with my work, I'm trying to save some money or maybe a bit of some money <laughs> to visit my dream place that is Japan. I really would like to visit uh, Tokyo, Kyoto, um, those, those cities in general. I've, I've always been fascinated by the um, Japanese culture uh, in every sense, so that's my goal, absolutely. Question 8. What is your favorite city or area of Italy? It's difficult to say because every city has a history on its own that creates some magic when you when you know that um for my aesthetic tastes uh for architecture and uh mood that a city can give it to me i should say milan milan yeah yeah it's the most international city we we have very modern um, I really appreciate the architecture of a lot of um, buildings that are there. Yeah, I I could say that maybe I would I wouldn't like to live there. Very chaotic, very hectic, but aesthetically, absolutely approved. Question nine: Are you an animal lover? Have you ever had a pet? Would you like one? Depends on the definition of animal lover. I mean. What does it mean? Because I love nature, I wouldn't like that any animal <laughs> should be killed for our, you know, diet or any other reason. But 
and I'm not obsessed, but yeah, I I like to play with animals when possible. Then <laughs> when they have the right behavior to to do that, I would like to to have a cat maybe one day. Yeah, waiting for going living alone. At the moment, I I can't. Question ten: If you could travel in time, what part of history would you travel to? I would like to to live during the um, how can I say the peak of the ancient Greece era, you know, because I really appreciate and love the great personalities and mind, minds of the people living that period, and also for the fact that there in those years uh we could say that actual philosophy is born so that would be very 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 interesting question 11 if you could celebrate your birthday anyway how would you choose to celebrate if with a party then what kind where how large i truly know and understand that that after my <laughs> my answer a lot of people will find me very boring and unpleasant but I have to be honest, I don't find any sense in celebrating birthdays because I, I don't know. It's like you're you're celebrating the fact that you are literally one year closer to your biological death. So I don't know. Uh, to me, uh, birthday, it's a sad day, substantially, um, because it's a reminder of of the fact that the time is passing and I live with a mindset, a wrong mindset, that tells me, hey, you should optimize more of the time you have, okay? So, I don't know, I don't like that. Of course, if I, if I had to celebrate it anyway, I would be organized for a pizza night with two or three friends my boyfriend or girlfriend <laughs> according to the situation and and yeah that's it nothing more i am not that expansive with people question 12 having been on the shy life podcast a few times now how have you coped working with that oh so silly shy yeti well working with yeti is actually fantastic it's it's neither working, I guess, because it's truly able to deal with your um, with your needs, your um, uh, with your schedules. So it's really able to uh, give you no pressure, almost at all. At least if you are, I mean, a secondary character like I can be, in a certain sense. Uh, and of course, his personality is um, is amazing. So. Um, he has really the truly complete package. Um, I could say that we we could be, in a certain sense, uh, thankfully to him because he can involve you in a in an important project, um, emphasizing some skills you don't think to have. And I'm sure I'm sure that Paul in real is a is a superstar for that. I'm sure he has a lot of friends. Or at least I hope so, because he, he really deserves it. Well, Gianluca, thank you very much for replying to my questions. I'm sure I'll find some more another time. Just want to say um, 
thank you so much to Paul, first of all, because uh, because of his availability and because he really wanted, uh, I was part of this project and I couldn't be more proud than I am. So really, thank you so much. And of course, thank you to all of you who are listening to this interview. Um, I'm sure you're such a splendid people and uh, that's it. Hope to see you soon in a certain sense. I'd also like to say thanks for uh, all you've done for the Charlotte podcast, all the little cameos and uh, recordings you've done for me. It's very much appreciated. I'm sure the listeners appreciate it too. Okay, time to return to the rest of the show. Hello, uh, yes, Uncle John speaking. How can I help? Hello, hello. Um, yes, Uncle John, it's me, Albert. Oh, Albert, how are you doing? Oh, I haven't heard from you for ages. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought I'd give you a call. I just wanted to see how your magpies were doing. Oh, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, you know, um, we, we have an understanding, I think. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear it, because they can be quite naughty. Um, I know what magpies are like. I just wondered if you still wanted, like, uh, you know, uh, some tips. You know, uh, you know, uh, the sort of things I try on the phoenixes when they're babies. Oh, well, if you think it would help, I mean, always, always up for a, a bit of, uh, bit of advice. I, I must say, uh, what would be your top tips? Well, um, never let them eat after six o'clock because it just gets them hyperactive and then they don't want to sleep and that's you know uh it's not good well, the thing is it won't be the same with magpies as it is with phoenixes because if you get phoenixes like baby phoenixes who are like um over enthusiastic they start giving off little bursts of flame and they set fire to your curtains and things it's not good no yes well no uh, uh i must admit one of the magpies uh, did uh, a show like pyromaniac tendencies is that the right word oh, i guess so well, well, but how well um uh, got hold of a, a box of matches and uh, 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 was striking them and just throwing them into the magpie i, I wasn't there it's a good thing the other magpies took charge whole thing could have gone up in flames oh my goodness it sounds like you've got a budding phoenix there maybe you need to send him down him or her <laughs> dear oh dear yes well they are all very individual they do have their own personalities uh, as you know you know when they began to learn to paint was it long before they were uh, copying uh, grandmasters and causing all sorts of trouble yes yes i remember hearing about that oh magpies <laughs> you're very brave taking them on Oh, no, I love them, really. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just that they can be a little bit independent. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Well, if I can give any other advice, then please just call me. Um, I can either come and visit you or you can bring, you know, some, some of them up to me or, or um, yeah, whatever. Thank you, Albert. I really do appreciate that. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, uh, uh, how is everything otherwise? Oh, he's good. He's good, yeah. Um, 
We're just recovering after the whole Phoenix Festival. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, yes, of course. Well, well, I better let you go. All right. <laughs> well, any advice I can give you, just let me know. Oh, I think I've said that before. <laughs> it's all right. It, uh, it, it can never be said too many times. Anyway, cheers for calling, Albert. You take care. I will. <laughs> um, I'll be sending everyone a uh, uh, a little video that I took um, at the Phoenix Festival, um, which you might like to see. So uh, expect that to come into your email box soon. All right, thank you. All right, bye for now. Goodbye, here to Uncle John. Goodbye. Oh, dear, that Albert. Oh, if only he knew quite what had gone on at the Phoenix Festival when he wasn't looking, when he was too busy to notice. Blimey, that was quite quite a, quite a weekend. Yeah, dear, oh dear. Could have ended so badly. Oh, well, I better get busy. Yeah, nice of him to call, though. Yeah, nice of him to call, wasn't it, Magpies? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Hello, you dear Uncle John. How are you? Oh, oh I'm quite sleepy today. Yeah, quite sleepy, all tucked up in bed. So nice for you to come over to read me a bedtime story. Oh, it's my pleasure, you dear Uncle John. Um, which uh, story would you like? Oh, well, um, will you do one of your, your made-up stories? I will. I will, if that's what you want. Oh, yes, please, that would be lovely. What do you want the story to be about? Uh, I don't know, uh, maybe, maybe about an owl. An owl? Yes, you know, the bird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, okay. Um, are you, are you all tucked in? You got your hot cocoa? Yes, yes. I'm all set. Just, uh, just ready to listen to the story, really, and then I'll be dropping off to sleep. Dear, oh dear, it's only half past eight, you dear Uncle John. You're such an old man these days. No, I'm not. It's just that it's, it's winter. Oh, I do go to bed early, you know. Go on, tell me your story about the owl. All right. Um, well, once upon a time, there was an owl called Ernest. Oh, Ernest the Owl. I like that. Ernest the Owl. Yes, Ernest the Owl. So, uh, Ernest the Owl, he would sit on a tree and he'd watch and he'd speak to all of the passing animals. Oh, that's nice. He was a wise old owl, was Ernest? He was a wise old owl, yes. Ernest the wise old owl, that was his name. Um, yes, so he used to speak to all of the passing um, uh, little animals. He'd call out to them, oh, it's getting late, you should go inside now. Um, how are you doing? Have you had a nice day? That's a lot of uh, shopping you've got there, Mrs. Badger. Oh, yeah. He didn't go and offer to help, Mrs. Badger. No, no. He liked to sit in the tree. He he, he was wise and old, was Ernest. And, uh, yes, but wise and old enough to know that helping to carry a, a badger's shopping was a bit much for him. No, oh, well, you know, as best he knows his limitations. Yes, yes. So what happened next? Well, um, there he was one day up in the old oak tree. Oh, the old oak tree. Is that where he lived? It was, yes, the old oak tree. Oh, Ernest, the wise old owl up in the old oak tree. Oh, that's quite poetic. Yes, yes. So there he was 
up in the old oak tree, sitting on his favourite perch. Oh, we had a favourite perch? Yes, he did. Although, unfortunately, he, well, he was so busy commenting on other animals and, you know, he failed to notice that during a recent storm, the, the lightning had struck the tree. And, I mean, at the time, he'd been um, uh, fast asleep in his nest and he, he hadn't noticed that the, 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 his favorite branch had been struck and actually it was not quite as sturdy as it used to be. Oh dear, oh dear, I'm a bit, I'm a bit worried about how this story might end. Well, yes, you're probably quite wise to uh, to be um, a little bit nervous about the ending of this story. Well, go on then. What happened next? Well, Ernest the wise old owl uh, was sitting on his favourite branch of the old oak tree, and um, uh, he decided to. Uh, to do a little bit of a dance. Do a little bit of a dance, Ernest, the wise old owl. That's not the sort of thing that wise old owls do. That's not becoming of a gentleman of of, of, of more senior age. Well, well, I might have said the same, but Ernest clearly felt that, uh, well, the thing is, the, the squirrels downstairs were playing their favourite their favorite Kylie Minogue tunes. Oh, was it the, the latest album? I can understand that. There's quite a lot of songs on there, you know, that make you want to dance. Ba-dam, ba-dam, ba-do-be-do-be-do. Well, exactly. So the squirrels downstairs were playing Padam Padam by Kylie Minogue. And it made Ernest the wise old owl want to do a dance. So he did a little dance on the old oak tree on his favourite branch. And, well, unfortunately, the branch snapped. And, and, and Ernest fell. He fell, he fell. He was too sudden, too soon. Uh, he, he never even had a chance to start flying. Oh, what's the point of being an owl and not being able to fly? Well, he could have flied. He, he just didn't really think about it. And before he knew it, he was falling. Oh, well, was he okay? I'm afraid not. Ernest died. He was squashed to bits, all blood and lots of guts all over the grass. It was quite an uh, undignified end. At least he'd been happy, though, dancing to Kylie Minogue just before he died. Cromarty? What? Just telling you how it happened. Cromarty? I can't believe it. Oh, Ernest, the wise old owl, was dead? Well, yes, quite dead, definitely dead. Dead, dead, dead. Oh, oh Cromarty, that's not the sort of story I wanted to hear just before bedtime. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I I thought, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, uh, uh, can't you tell the end of the story again? I'm going to have nightmares otherwise. Oh, dear. All right. I guess so. Why don't you just pretend I didn't say anything? Yeah, I'll just wipe my brain. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I've wiped my brain. You just got to the bit where uh, Ernest, the wise old owl, uh, was about to do a dance. Yeah. Which, I mean, I still don't think is very in character. Uh, well, maybe. Um, yes, so... Ernest, the wise old owl, he did a little dance uh, on the branch, dancing to Kylie Minogue's Padam Padam. Yes, and then what happened? Well, there was a passing talent um, scout, saw him dancing and said, wow, that owl, he's doing a good dance. I think we should give him a record contract and like he can do a tour of the United Kingdom.
and uh, we'll pay him millions of pounds. He said, really, what happened? Yes, yes. And Ernest the Owl became a very, very, very famous dancer on the stage. Um, and people loved him. And he made millions of pounds. And he spent it all on, on fine living and expensive brandy. And he died penniless in a bush in Southampton five years later. Um, uh, what's wrong now? Well, I like that story until the last bit. Where? What did I do? Where did I go wrong? Well, I like when he got famous. Couldn't he just stayed famous? I didn't need to know that he died. I certainly didn't need to know he died in poverty, having squandered all his wealth. Oh, that's where I went wrong. I, I look, you know, I've, I'm not very good at telling these bedtime stories. I, I, I always forget. You see, I'm such a fan of horror films. I know you are. A big fan of horror films. You don't look the type, poverty. It always surprises me. Yes, yes, I suppose so. Um, so, yes. So, shall we take the story back a bit? Uh, yes, if you would. You know, to, to the bit where um, uh, he got famous. Don't, don't have anything bad happen. Don't want him falling into a pie or being eaten by a cat or, or being kidnapped by an alien or being hypnotised by a snake or marrying an evil owl who then steals his kidneys and to sell to a butcher. Why would anyone steal an owl's kidneys to sell them to a butcher? Well, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past you. All right, I'll tell a different ending of the story. Are you ready? Oh, yes, please. Uh, I just need to make sure I don't have any nightmares, you see. I need my stories to end on a happy note. All right, all right. So, Ernest became very famous doing his dancing uh, he was loved across the world, and along the way he met another owl called Edward, who he fell madly in love with, and they got married, and they lived together and in a, in a beautiful tree, and were happy uh, for as long as they lived, which sadly wasn't that long, because the tree where they lived uh, was on uh, uh, an area of land that was being developed, and a bulldozer knocked down the tree and... Well, they didn't realise, and the, the the birds were in the tree and uh, were sleeping, and it was too late to save them. Gromity! What now? Gromity, it was so nice. Look, I'm, I'm going to finish the story. All right, you finish the story. Uh, so, Ernest the Owl, um, he got very famous. He met his beloved Edward. They lived in a beautiful tree, and they invited the squirrels who used to play the music, to come and live in the tree with them. And everyone was really happy. And Edward and Ernest became like the godfathers of the squirrels' babies. And they, they, were, they were treated really wonderfully. And, um, uh, and they all had an ice cream. It was really nice. The end. The end? That, that's the end? Yeah. Getting an ice cream. Being loved by your, your neighbours and, uh, and respected for your talent. And getting that ice cream. I mean, what a lovely end to a story. But nobody got killed. No, nobody got killed. Don't like those sort of stories. There's no twist. They didn't eat the ice cream and there was poison in it or something. There was no poison in the ice cream. It was just a nice end to the story. And they all lived happily ever after. Uh, maybe they even, like, it turned out that the uh, the tree 
uh, ice creams grew on the tree. And every morning they woke up and there were uh, there was new ice cream in the tree. Um, uh, it never melted. It was really yummy. Oh, yeti Uncle John, your stories are far too sweet. I mean, quite literally, far too sweet. The chances are if they ate ice cream every day, they'd end up with diabetes and their wings would drop off. Don't say that. No, my version of the story is, is the definitive one. That's how I want to remember it. They all lived happily ever after the end. All right, Yeti Uncle John, I don't understand you, but uh, I hope you sleep well. Yes, I hope I don't have any nightmares about owls and their wings dropping off. No, no, their wings were forever fine. Even when they were dead, their wings took them up to heaven and they were like the best angels ever. Oh, no, I don't like that. Let's not talk about them being dead. All right, go to bed. All right. Good night. Thank you for your story, Cromarty. All right. Uh, just call me again when you want another story. Yeah, don't, don't, uh, don't expect to hear from me anytime soon, all right? Oh, charming. Oh, my storytelling skills are, are not applauded. Uh, uh, and they all live together happily ever after. Oh, good night. Oh, dear, oh, dear. He's such a soppy old thing. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think he'd to look at him. I don't understand these bedtime stories. Oh, oh so saccharine. So sweet. <laughs> oh, good night, Cromarty. Uh, good night. They all live together happily ever after. Oh, how boring. How boring. Ooh. That's all we've got time for. Yes, I hope you enjoyed seeing what Yeti Uncle John got up to. He gets up to lots of things, doesn't he? We do love him, I guess. Squawk, squawk. Magpie noises, magpie noises. Um, yes. But uh, anyway, that's all we've got time for. So, um, you take care. And um, maybe we'll... Tell you some more of our secrets another time. This has been me, Maggie the Magpie, giving you the bird's eye view. Um, yes. Uh, so, 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 goodbye for now, goodbye. Squawk, squawk. <laughs> yes, goodbye. strange episode. Was that really Maggie the Magpie? Or was that somebody doing a voice? Uh, I couldn't possibly say. Oh, well, I guess it doesn't matter too much. I guess the main thing is, um, well, the actual incidents of Yeti Uncle John living his life in the Magpie Hut, they were real. They were definitely real, yes. It's Maggie the Magpie. <laughs> I don't remember Maggie the Magpie from the naming ceremony. Well, no, but there's been a lot of magpies coming and going over, over the years. <laughs> and, of course, there were those baby ones, which aren't baby ones anymore. They're big ones. Oh, yes, of course. Is Maggie one of the babies? I'm really not sure. 
it'll be time to get Doppy Smelly back for naming ceremony day too soon. Uh, if they're keeping babies being hatched. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how it works. Eventually getting Uncle John's going to be um, shifted out of that hut just for there won't be room for him. Oh, you're not wrong. Oh, goodness me. Well, uh, I guess it's fun to see what he gets up to. Yes. Uh, that's what I thought. I mean, um, absolutely. Well, I, I can hear the theme music, so I guess it's time to go. I think you're right. I think it is time to go. Um, uh, listeners, uh, we'll, we'll, um, we might be back for one more bit, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the episode. Oh, yes, I hope you did. <laughs> we were in it a little bit, weren't we? Oh, yes, just a little bit. That's what it's all right here. It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. Wow, really? No kidding. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. (laughs) Yes, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at Pride48.com. What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. That is so cringe. Oh, my God. You're a man of culture as well. (laughs) <laughs> Maggie the Magpie Ma- Maggie the Ma- I don't have a magpie called Maggie uh, I think that was somebody pulling a fast one I, I really couldn't say it Uncle John oh, I didn't know I was being recorded like that dear oh dear uh, my, 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 um, my privacy was being invaded I mean what, what if uh, the magpies had Recorded me um, washing my hair or something. That, that's 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 not fit for a podcast. Well, nobody could have actually seen you doing anything. Anyway, you know what this show is like. Every little thing we do gets recorded. Well, not everything, but a lot of things. Yeah. Well, I don't think I approve. I still don't know about this Maggie. Let's just say that the magpies provided the footage, and we needed to put a voice to the magpies. You needed to put a voice to the magpies. What? So you got another magpie to come from, you know, not not one of my magpies to come in and voice the scene, if that's what you want to believe. Yes, but also, it could be something like this. Hello, Maggie the magpie. How did you do that, Paul? You're awful at voices. Oh well, you know, it's a it's a talent. Yeah, you don't have that talent. You're no toppy smelly. I admit, I'm the first to admit that I've run out of new voices. Uh, every, everything I, every new character I do sounds like another character, but slightly different. Yeah, the pitch button is your friend, Paul. The pitch button is my friend. I know, I just wish I was as talented as Toppy's Smelly with voices. I didn't think this mattered because 
Maggie the Magpie was only going to be in a couple of scenes at the beginning and the end of the episode. The main thing was the, the scenes that we presented. Oh dear, oh dear. There you have me wandering. I was thinking, how come I don't know Maggie the Magpie? Uh, I, I should know my children. I'm sorry to confuse things. Anyway, I think you came across as rather charming in that episode. You know, just bumbling around your magpie hut with various different friends coming to visit. Charming, you say? Thought I came over a bit stupid. Well, yes, you did, but uh, that's charming as well. You know? Oh, uh, I didn't realise that uh, charming had such a wide-ranging description. Well, it does. It it, it does. Um, you can be charming in many different ways. Uh, well, I guess. Well, thank you, Paul. Uh, I hope the listeners enjoyed it. I'm sure they did. They like to see what you get up to. <sighs> yeah. Well, that's uh, very kind of you. <laughs> I feel bashful now. Well, you know... <laughs> Don't, don't you worry. <laughs> um, your your fan base is as strong as ever. Oh, thank you, Paul. Fan base, fan club. Uncle Warren has a fan club. Maybe maybe I should get a fan club. You already have a Yeti Uncle John Patriot here. I don't know what that means, Paul. Oh dear, never mind, never mind. Oh dear, oh dear. Again, yes, yes. I've made your pie: broccoli, split peas, black bean sauce, pork. Yes, that was right. What did it taste like? Oh, yes, Uncle John. It was delicious. Oh, I'm very glad to hear it, Charlie. Now, uh, uh, I, I'd quite like to taste it myself. Well, uh, I'm sending one round to you. Uh, I've got that Aussie. That Aussie guy, yes, he'll be arriving with a pie uh, any time soon. Oh, marvellous! That. Oh, I think he might be coming now. All right, I'll let you go. Uh, thank you for your ideas. We'll have to talk again. All right. Dear, oh dear. Quack quack quack! It's me, Aussie. How are you, yes, Uncle John? I've got a pie for you. I oh, know it's amazing. I'm very excited. Uh, Oh, I gave Charlie the recipe. I mean, I made it up in my head, but he seemed to like it. Well, it's marvellous, quack, quack, quack. Why don't you come over to Paul's? We'll put it in the oven. You can share it with me. Oh, marvellous, quack, quack, quack. Yeah, it's pork, broccoli, split peas and a black bean sauce. Oh, marvellous, quack, quack, quack. Oh, this is the sort of career job I like. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I think there might be two in here. It's quite a big box. Oh, marvellous. Marvellous. Oh, yeah, thank you. Oh, dear. Well, I'll be end to the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear.
Voilà